are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Thursday. John Schuster just hit the recording button on the right spot. I am Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster, who will be in California this weekend, so keep him in your thoughts. Um, <laughs> yes, by all means, keep me in your thoughts. Yes, you should visit, uh, un- you should visit Uncle Kev up there, Let's though. See if Uncle Kev's available for such things and if the schedule allows. Yeah, I would, I'd like that. You'll, and, you know, you've got uh, Mr. Woodman on your on the po- on, on a podcast in the near future, uh, Yeah, well, I have I have Mr. Woodman and you on that same podcast mm. in the near future. No, wait, we, wait, we're on the the same podcast at the same time? Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Did you really not know that? No, I, I did not we, know we, that. We, well, when I no. said we were going to be talking, I... no, I thought it was just you. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh, you, you, this is going to mm. be. This is going to be. Well, when I told you that your points would actually go really well into what Kevin's points would be on this podcast. Oh, I thought that was. A entirely oh no! 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 I figured no, no. that was just going to lead to an entirely separate thing, and that was fine by me. No! 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 Now I'm glad that we clarified that while we're on the air. Yes. Tractor beam vision. Okay. That was a Star Trek reference. What's that? I know. Trust me. I know. And you know where I got that reference from? Where? Not Star Trek. Dumb and Dumber. Oh. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber has a Star Trek reference? Yeah, they quote. Yeah, he says. Everybody in the listening audience is just now saying, shoo, you dumbass. Of course Dumb and Dumber is a Star Trek reference. Dumb and Dumber is actually probably one of the handful of most quoted movies ever, and you've never watched it. No, it's not that I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it since it came out. You just thought it sucked. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It's not. No, you didn't. No, it was fine. John, here's John. I've seen a hell of a lot worse. Here's Schusterisms for uh, you. By all when, means. Yes, uh, Schusterisms. I look forward to Schusterisms. Yeah, yes, when Schusterism <laughs> says, I thought it was fine, uh-huh. that means that, meh. Yeah. I can do without it. All right, it. Let, let, let me try to get one. Okay, if I said, eh, I thought it was fine, that really means, eh. Yeah, I'm so good. Okay, yeah. what else? Do you have any I, other yeah, Schusterisms? Oh, I've got many oh, other Schusterisms. Oh, fantastic. When you've known Schuster <laughs> and talked with him basically daily for mm-hmm. about 10 years. Oh, man, even you though, really need a lot if it's what that says. For sure, that is true. But you know what? I'm a nerd as well. But it is, that also blows our cover from the previous podcast when we said we only talk during these yeah. So now, so sessions. so now we have the listeners confused. Yes. So another Schusterism is, and you might hear us say this is, I would suggest mm. Schuster is a guy. Schuster is very much of a, liber, a libertarian mindset in this regard, and that he doesn't like people telling him what to do. So what I'll give you an idea. I think it would be beneficial for another outlet for another podcast we're doing if Schuster actually had a working Twitter. I don't need him to tweet, but I will say this. If I were to just text Schuster and say, I need you to have a Twitter by, you know, tomorrow at this time, there would not be a Twitter by tomorrow at this time. So if I put on there, Schuster, I would, if, if possible, uh-huh. And, and I always put in uh, I always put in parentheses, I am not ordering you. I actually uh-huh. do put that. Uh-huh. Um you could maybe get a Twitter. I think there, there's a much better chance that I could get a uh, something from Schuster. So That's those, probably pretty accurate. Those yeah. are good shoes. Those are some Schusterisms right there. Um, but uh, Arizona basketball. Mm-hmm. I would suggest you continue with Arizona basketball. Correct. You know what's different about this defense though than the Sean Miller defense? And again, I I always thought you know Miller statistically had some really 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 good defenses, like best in the country defenses. But I always thought that those defenses, as nice as they were kind of limited what they could do on the other end because you weren't trying to actually exert your potential on anybody else. Basically, what you were doing is, let's just get a stop and we'll worry about offense later. Uh, What Tommy Lloyd's doing is a far more of a Lute Olsen approach in that, you know what, 20% of our offense is going to be dictated by our defense, maybe even a higher percentage. And that, to me, is a lot different. 
This year's catchphrase? Yeah. Basketball doesn't always have to be hard. I love that. I love, <laughs> I love that. I actually That's another catchphrase. That. that is a catchphrase from a, <laughs> a, far, a far more odious individual. <laughs> yes. But uh, yes, go ahead. But uh, And it plays into the Olsen-Lloyd component there that if you get steals uh, far away from the basket, right. then you're going to get better opportunities for ba- fast mm-hmm. break chances and, be- and better, better looks in the offensive end. Defense leads to offense is never really something that Sean Miller, right. what was a Sean Miller philosophy. Now, you know, hey, there are a lot of other successful coaches out there. Tony Bennett certainly comes to mind that plays that same style and plays it mm-hmm. well. And Virginia won a national title three years right. ago. So it's not like there aren't a variety of ways to approach college basketball and they all can work if you have good personnel and good coaching. Right. But from an aesthetic standpoint, I certainly fall under the Lloyd camp. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Arizona being a lot more aggressive and providing the potential to open things up uh, on the offensive end as a result of what they have with their wings. I think I, th- I think what's happening here to a large degree is that Lloyd takes the job, says, holy crap, this is one of the few jobs I actually want to take. For sure. And he probably and didn't be- say holy crap. Yeah, but, but, I, you know, but I believe him when he says that. Everybody's dream, oh. like Todd Graham, when he would say <clears throat> ASU was clearly his dream, he's probably not. But, you know, I believe Tommy Lloyd because Tommy Lloyd has been at Gonzaga since 98. So he saw the apex of the Olsen era mm-hmm. up right. close. He knows what he knows what you can do here. You know he knows what you can do here. Right. And uh and and that makes the job extraordinarily appealing. And but he came here and I think you know in addition to taking the job, he came here and looked at the roster. I said, "Wait, I've got an abundance of 66 to 68 wings and I've got two guys who are 7 foot on the inside, ones who are athletic." That guy can be my defensive stopper at the rim, and as a result of that, I can extend my defense a little mm-hmm. bit more. Right. I think that's and, and use the length that I have at those other positions to make things potentially difficult. And that's exactly what he's done. Right. Uh, and it has worked so far against overwhelmed competition. Right. Extraordinarily well. Mm-hmm. How is it going to work with teams that handle the ball? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Right. Uh, and we're and we're going to find out in relatively short order. But up to this stage, Arizona's willingness to be as aggressive as they are defensively may be as much of a story as the fact that they're scoring 95 a game. Mm-hmm. Not only are they scoring 95 a game, they're giving up 50. Right. That's right. Those are those are impressive numbers on both sides of the floor, and they're forcing what over 20 turnovers over a game 20 so far. A game, right. So you get numbers like that, you're going to have a lot of success, and Arizona has uh, taken advantage of it. They like, and it's not what I what I like in addition to obvious numbers like that, is that Arizona is doing this with a modicum of control. Mm -hmm. It's not frenetic. Uh, The example that I've kind of fallen back on here is that is Ernie Kent when Ernie Kent most most notably was with Oregon. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is a very good comparison because I think a lot of times when people just say, oh, they're just going to run, yes, you want to do that, but there's got to be a a process behind it, not just go. That's it, not just go and gun. Right. Which is Ernie Kent. (laughs) Gun is great. Yeah, yes. Ernie yes. Kent is going gun. Right. Get the ball. We're going to get it up court. We're going to make one pass. We're going to shoot. Right. And it's a it's a volume approach that he hopes, like any other approach, one way or the other, you're going to wear down the opposition and get a W. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem with that is that you also take a crap load of bad shots. Right. And at the college level, a crap load of bad shots ain't good. Right. You can get away with some of that with players of an NBA skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot more difficult in college. Lloyd is different. Right. Arizona clearly has a purpose and an understanding of what it is it wants to accomplish on the offensive end, whether that's in the fast break. And they're 
And their ability to fill lanes and to move the ball around is so refreshing mm -hmm. compared to the previous regime. Yes. Which is one of the th one of the little things that drove me bonkers about Miller teams was that they looked like a grade school squad when it came to running simple transition fundamentals. It, yes. It was absolutely perplexing how bad they were in transition. I couldn't figure it out. And because that's something you ought to know 10 years before you get onto campus. And somehow they they, they regressed in this regard when they ran. It feels like I, in I three this, games right. that Lloyd has Lloyd's Arizona teams have scored more in trans, transition than Miller did in 12 years at Arizona. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was here. I'm going to read. I'm going to read something to you, and this is from a, a friend of a friend of mine who went to a college or went to school and actually lived with our guy Ben White. Mm, right. Um, and he said, and I think this is a very very good point, And I put this out on Twitter. It's not exactly uh, uh, tight punctually, but that really doesn't that really doesn't matter. He says. Um, this is so much better, and he never—he's young, so we never really saw Lute Olson. So sure, okay. Um, so okay, he said this is so much better basketball to watch, man. LMAO, IDK, which means laughing my ass off. I don't know how we survived so many years of Miller Ball. This mm. is from somebody that didn't really see Lute, or you know, saw him but highlights, right. or whatever. And basically, had to live through the Miller era, and it's like, oh gosh, there's another world out there, mm -hmm. you know. Do we have to go to a break here? Oh, yeah. Let's, I'll tell you if what. if we do, I've got a question yeah. for you on the other side. BetOnline.ag, by the way, it's not Anthony Gimino. A lot of people think it is. We're trying to dismiss that notion. We're trying to dismiss it as quickly as possible because we don't want bookies and bettors coming yeah. in and trying to tell the them. The notion that we created, we're really trying to dismiss yeah, we're as quickly trying to, as possible. But BetOnline.antigua. Oh, AG. Not AG. <laughs> no, actually, if it was AG, it, would be, it should be TG. Tony. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. But uh, Antigua is where you need to get all your stuff. Stuff. Come back with us. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. We're going to lead with a Schuster question. Question is this, uh, and we're very early in the process. And does it? Oh man, this is this is this is going to be hyperbole. Mm -hmm. Does it feel to you right now? Mike that Luke does not engage. In no, hyperbole never, ever, 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 never happens. Right, never happens. Does it feel to you like? What we're seeing out of Arizona in the short term and what we're seeing at Gonzaga over the course of the last few years, they are offensively almost light years ahead of the rest of college basketball. Gonzaga? Yeah. Yo, Gonzaga without, and, then, and, without, then hash, and then slash it. What we're question. seeing to I, some degree with what I, I thought, looks like Arizona's doing. I thought when, uh, Doug, when Dougie G asked me to come on his podcast, Doug Gottlieb, for mm. people that don't, aren't on a uh, I wasn't on uh, that. I, I'm, I've been boycotted by Gottlieb. Yeah. Just as I've been boycotted by my Maddie M in the Maddie state M, of California. Sure. Yeah, Dougie uh -huh. G, Maddie yeah. M, they're just not. But I thought Gottlieb made a really fun, uh, interesting point about Gonzaga that I actually meant to text you. He said, uh, he said Gonzaga now is at the point with their athletes where offensively they can essentially do whatever they want. He said they're still a little bit, from an athletic perspective, they can't really... He didn't really say this, but he said they can't really impose their will on other people. And I, his basic point was, yes, they're one of the top three or four programs in the nation. But if you watched them against Baylor, there was still a stark difference in that game. Now, there's nothing now, wrong with being the national runner-up. I would also suggest in that capacity. You would suggest. I would. Schusterism. That Baylor did that to everybody well, last that's, year. 
Correct. So so it's not so it's not just that Gonzaga struggled with Baylor. Everybody struggled with that's, Baylor for the last two a, years. That's a fair point. Uh, so take that for what it's worth. Right. Uh, but a- anyway, to his point, beyond that, it, it's not like it's a lone Gonzaga thing. You know, Gonzaga played obviously really well and won some uh, games and looked impressive. Uh, up until the UCLA game, which was uh, a hell of a basketball mm-hmm. game. And it nevertheless, got, uh, Dougie G's uh, take on Gonzaga offensively was what beyond that? Yeah, well, his his point was, and it was very, basically like yours, in that you, in the half-court setting, you essentially, if there's 94 feet in a, uh, a basketball, and I'm not going to get the math exactly right because 47 wouldn't exactly equate to what he was trying to say. But let's just say in the half-court setting, there's about 35 feet okay. of like real workable space. workable territory mm-hmm. you know sure whatever you have to guard all 34 feet and when you have guys of that caliber when you have guys of that intellect right there he said that's next to impossible at the college level he said you know that's a big enough problem in the nba level he said you just look what the warriors are doing right now heck with steph curry and a bunch of role dudes but I thought it was an interesting point, though, where he said all 34 feet have to essentially be accounted for. And if you don't account for all 34 feet, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. And it was just a, it was a, and people think that I'm actually mocking. Schuster has been literally, and now that everything about Miller's out in the air, I, I think that it's probably fair to say, at least during the Miller time, that Gonzaga was probably your favorite team. They I, were a lot more enjoyable to watch, that's yes, for sure. Yeah. And you know what? It just did yeah. things in a more, yes, exactly. So Schuster watches a lot of Gonzaga hoop. What do you think about that? What do you think about what he said, though? About like, oh, I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. One and and this is this is going to be a there, there. There's this lengthy circular element that's going on here too. It reminds me a lot of because I'm a complete and utter loser. Uh, watching some of the early '70s ABA basketball, mm-hmm. which prior to the Magic and Bird era, there were a lot of guys who were six nine ish. Who just passed the ball all the time? Right. Everybody could move the ball. Right. And 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 the old adage that the ball moves faster than the person. It was very much a pass first, dribble later style of game. Right. You know, you wanted to move the ball around as quickly as you possibly could, get teams out of position, and take easy baskets. Right. Uh, that's a fifty-year-old tenant. In that capacity, it's nothing new. But, but the way that Arizona's been using it, there. no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There wasn't a peach basket in 1971 in the ABA. The ABA had the three-point line. They were Don't minimize the peach basket, A baby Mark Few was watching the NBA and saying, one day when I'm the coach at a school in the Northwest, I'm going to run basketball like they do in this fledgling league that's not going to be around by 1977. That's what happened. You think Mark Few grew up watching Virginia Squires basketball? Yeah, and and the Spirits of St. Louis. Maybe I've underestimated Mark Few this entire this time. This entire Actually, time. Actually, I have, and obviously. It, no, <laughs> right. I mean, obviously. The, but there's levels, I think, to underestimating Mark Few. Passing the ball is good. The right. simple version of this, and Arizona has passed the ball very well. Right. Their unselfishness has been remarkably impressive up to this point. They don't seem to care about who gets points where. They seem perfectly comfortable. Because it seems to me, and this works at Gonzaga, and it certainly worked in the very early stages at Arizona, is in Arizona's case with Lloyd, it appears that Lloyd has said, you know what? You're going to get good looks. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about uh, how many, you know, how many touches you're going to get because in this offensive scheme, you're going to get a bunch, right. which means that you can pass to somebody who's got a better look, mm-hmm. and they're going to get their touches too. Correct. We're all in it together. And the, the way that Arizona has scored by balance and the way that Arizona has assisted by balance has shown a very good, unselfish tendency 
that I think Wildcat fans have to be pleased with at this point. All right, you know what else has shown an uh, unselfish tendency, and that's made in. All right, you're probably saying, Mike, what's made in? Can I say that? Yeah. Mike, what's made in? Made in is the cookware that so many people like myself probably should have that rely on plastic. But you know what? We're too lazy. Cookware takes, or cookware, made in takes care of all of that, John Schuster. It's all the cutlery you need, basically everything you need. And you know what? If there was a prize picks uh, fantasy line for cutlery and cuisine uh, components, yes, this is is where we would be at this stage. It's a different animal entirely. I don't think that I'm breaking any news at this point when it comes to Although, in fairness, you broke it to me. I broke it to you, but you know what? But I could use it. But if you're listening, yeah, as as could I. Yes, but if you're listening and you're saying, you know what? I'm tired of the plastic. I'm tired of the styrofoam. But you know what? I don't want to have to go... I don't want to have to go uh, to at home and buy, you know, some like obnoxious cookware or something like that. This is bagging on at home. Go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ma- made ends where it made ends where it is. Sorry, John Mortage, if that's where the <laughs> if that's where that initial uh, snapback <laughs> came at. So, for Mike Luke, I am literally or no for you are literally Mike Luke. I am literally Mike Luke. That's John Schuster, John K. Schuster. We'll be back with you tomorrow in about twenty five minutes, getting you ready for everything you need to know about Arizona, Washington State.